Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi. We are on Love 99.5 FM affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We are on Swiss FM in Ho, Ganga FM in Jirapa, A1 Radio and Dreams FM in Bogatanga. We are on Live on X Spaces, Facebook Live, and also myjoyonline.com. The midday news is sponsored by Petrol Soul, your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrol Soul is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Dura Plus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDPE pipes and water tank. We are the only water storage tank with a level indicator. Where Duraplus goes, water flows. This afternoon. The Kalebu Teaching Hospital closed the doors of its renal dialysis unit to outpatients. So it was inaccessible. He had to resort to a private facility. Tragic loss, father of nine among 19 victims as the OPD of the Kolebu Teaching Hospital's dialysis unit remains shut for the past five months, 12 days due to 4 million city debt. We'll get to hear from families as they cite financial constraints. Also, we have details as the Minister of State at the Finance Ministry says it is unacceptable for Ghanaians with kidney failure to go through what they are experiencing. So I believe that when I come back to you on Monday, this will not be a, an issue for conversation. Yeah, so we are getting to the weekend. We will see what we can do. So this afternoon. We'll get into the election headquarters where the General Secretary of the NPP is warning against misconduct on election day. Warning, any attempt to induce delegates by the aspirants will be dealt with accordingly the perimeters where we are going to have the election. Definitely the police police force must arrest anyone who tried to induce anyone to vote for him. We'll get to hear also from a political risk analysis who says this is the first time the NPP is presenting weaker candidates for the presidential primary. Also take you live to the Alisa Hotel where President Akofuado and the Council of Elders are admonishing aspirants to consider the interests of the party and remain united for Congress. We would not want a situation where losing candidates would claim that the process was not of his liking and go to war against the party either by mounting an independent bid or telling supporters not to vote for MPP. Also in this package, critical juncture for Ghana as the finance minister holds talks with independent power producers and the Paris Club. Essential steps prior to the IMF board meeting to consider the second tranche of bailout funds. Between now and year end are critical. We do have budget November 15th, the IMF board meeting November 22nd. We are negotiating with the IPPs to get stability in our energy sector. 
Also, the finance ministry is acting swiftly to resolve the $140 million traffic guru judgment debt, preventing the potential seizure of Ghanaian properties in the UK. I've also been attorney general before, and I appreciate some of these things. I mean, uh, there are cases you believe that, well, you should fight to the teeth. It's a matter of principle. So, yes, I would say that, but well, let's hope never again. We have sports. Security of football clubs is under scrutiny following an arm robbery attack on Legon City's details in 20 minutes. And I'll take you to Lake Busumchi, the largest natural lake in West Africa, which is drying up according to scientists. From 2005, we have seen that there's a rapid recession of the watermark. From the shoreline to the watermark, there's been some kind of 35 meter shrinking of the lake. We have that and more in this afternoon's edition of the Midday News. I am MFA Apau, and this is your home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Please stay on for details. Well, this afternoon it has emerged that the father of nine and a resident of Koligono, Kenneth Quay, is one of the 19 persons who died within six months after the Kolibu Teaching Hospital closed the doors of its renal dialysis unit to outpatients. It's been exactly five months, 12 days today since that um, dialysis unit has been shut. Well, that's according to the Renal Patients Association of Ghana. Kenneth's wife, Mariam Bangura, says financial difficulties forced her husband to go for his weekly dialysis treatment once instead of thrice at a private facility. The renal dialysis unit of the Kolibu Teaching Hospital remains closed over that 4 million CD debt. The government's promise of settling the debt has not been fulfilled just yet. Let's listen to Maria. He had kidney failure. It became chronic. He was supposed to go for the dialysis treatment thrice, but he went once. His health deteriorated because of that. He became very weak and died later. The Kolebu Teaching Hospital closed the doors of its renal dialysis unit to outpatients, so it was inaccessible for him. He had to resort to a private facility. He was supposed to do it three times, but he could only do it once. Well, 46-year-old Gifty Labi also has a kidney malfunction. He told my colleague Maxwell Agbagba that members of the Renal Patients Association discuss who will be the next to die as their condition continues to worsen as a result of the closure. The most painful one, his name is Charles. But Tell me about Charles. Charles was a very young, vibrant guy, very handsome. We do send him going to buy food for us. Even when you see, he won't believe he's sick. When there is something, he, he will be taking care of everything. Even if we, we are there and we ask the two of us, who will go first? Everybody will point to me. If you say who will go first, what is that like, you're talking if, about? Like, if we are saying who should die, they will point to me, they won't point him because he's, he's young. You freely discuss that? Oh, sometimes we do. We, we, we are, when we are there, we discuss uh, what happens to us. Oh, today... what, you see death approaching? We see death every day. We see... How? <laughs> Sometimes, you know, you are there, you, 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 you may be on the machine, you, 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 you might not know what will happen. 
your heart can fail you, you can die. It comes with heart and diabetes. So if you have diabetes, if you have heart problem too, it causes uh, your kidney to uh, to spoil. So that's it. So so it hasn't been easy. A lot of people, a lot of young guys died within this from May to um, to this day. So it's, it was very painful for us. And this is happening right here in Ghana. Well, the Minister of State at the Finance Ministry, Mohamed Amin Adam, says it's unacceptable for Ghanaians with kidney failure to go through what they're experiencing. He says the government will find a way to deal with the situation before next week. Uh, it is unacceptable. It is unacceptable that the people of Ghana will go through this. Government does not wish that for the people of Ghana. But it's equalable. It's an institution which charges fees for its services. And, and therefore, we expect that the, the, the management will be efficient and government will ensure that quality uh, management does its work and does its work properly and efficiently. So that's something you would personally want to take up? Oh, it is something government as a whole must be concerned about and we are concerned about it and we will act. So I believe that when I come back to you on Monday, this will not be a, an issue for conversation. Yeah, so we are getting to the weekend. We will see what we can do. That's a Minister of State at the Finance Ministry, Mohammed Amin Adam, with the latest promise after we heard also from Presidential Advisor on Health, Dr. Anthony Insia Asari. Well, Mr. Mohammed Amin Adam has been speaking on the Super Morning Show. This is a promise we'll be following up on. Let's get into the election headquarters now. this afternoon the race is on we are gearing up for the NPP's presidential race on Saturday and the general secretary of the NPP Justin Frimpongkudia says any attempt to induce delegates by aspirants on the day of the election will be dealt with accordingly although he believes it will be ridiculous for any aspirant to bribe the over 200,000 delegates expected to cast their vote he stated emphatically anyone that will be caught in such acts will not be spared he however assured that the election outcome will be based on Merit. I believe the elections on Saturday will be will be determined based on merit, based on the people's perception and how uh, aspirants have been able to sell their message to delegates. I don't think Monday Saturday elections for us as a national party and together with the, with the presidential election committee, our focus is to make sure we have a successful and transparent election. That's our focus in, in matters of monocracy and how. Uh, and Aspar will play his campaign. We leave it to them. They have to decide on which strategy they are going to use. But I can assure you, money will not determine who will win the election on Saturday. And if you find any evidence of candidates trying to influence delegates in any way, what's the party's approach going to be? Well, if it happens within the perimeters where we are going to uh, uh, have the election, definitely the police, uh, the police force must arrest anyone who tries to induce anyone uh, to vote for him. And then the last time there was on this issue also people going into the polling booth and attempting to take photos of how they voted. What's the party's... Anyone who makes an attempt will be arrested by the police. That is if you take a photo and you wanted to show it around? Anyone who tries will be arrested by the police. That's the General Secretary of the Governing NPP, Justin Frimpongkudia. They're speaking on PM Express last night with Evans Mensah. Well, we'll take you live to the Alisa Hotel shortly, where the party's Council of Elders are currently meeting. But um, we'll focus um, today on the candidate that has been described by delegates and party bigwigs as formidable and capable of leading the party to victory. Samuel Mbura has more in this report. 
He defended his party at the time the country was sitting on political tenterhooks. He displayed intelligence, grit, and honesty before the Superior Court of Justice. People are not afraid of the truth. Let us put down my analysis and show me one repeated polling station in my analysis. President Akufado recognized in him a dedicated and principled individual embedding his name among the honest and intelligent men in Ghana's political history. Former mayor of the Greater Accra and current member of the Council of States, Edris Stanley Blankson, strongly corroborates the attributes attributed to Dr. Baumia by the president. If there is a guy little and I said, look, the people call me that I should put my neck there, I would I would tell them that if it is for Baumia, I'll do it. According to him, Dr. Baumia has the endorsements of the Council of Elders of the MPP to lead the party. I can I can say this without fear that about 92% of my colleagues at the Council of State are supporting Bahomia. A prominent figure in Ghanaian politics, Ama Bami Buzia, sister to former Prime Minister Dr. K. Buzia, and a Council of Elders member, also sees in Dr. Bahomia the qualities of a true leader. Not because he calls me mommy that flatters me. All the qualities I look in a, position, uh, a politician for, to me, he has it. She is so committed to his cause that not even a wheelchair could prevent her from casting her vote in his favor. They said, when well, they saw me because of my problem, they said, oh, we thought we were going to uh, do proxy vote. I said, no, 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 I want to make sure that I put my own uh, Tom on his face. I, will go. I know he's going to win. Maybe between 85 to 90%. I know he's going to win. Dr. Baumia is the son of a prominent northern Ghanaian politician, Umuri Baumia, who played a significant role in the formation of the new patriotic party. Samir Wuku, campaign coordinator for Dr. Baumia, hopes that. The tireless effort by the father of Dr. Baumia and himself to a party will be rewarded by the delegates. In the next few hours, we should be electing the leader of our party and the potential president of our country. Now we can hear from political marketing analyst Professor Kobi Mensah, who is of the view that the aspirants in the race are the weakest ever presented by the NPP. Yes, why? I have never heard him speak on the economy since the economy started being in tatters. I mean, let us be frank. Whenever they have spoken, they have actually attributed the situation to Ukraine and, of course, in the, to COVID. But everybody knows that that's not the reality. That's not the truth. They have mismanaged this economy. Of course, if you look at the other candidate, Efriye, Dr. Efriye Akoto, nobody can tell you that you know, that sector had never performed. You know, the planting for food and jobs had been in shambles. He had actually come out with a very knee-jerk strategies you know, uh, cutting food from the village to the city center to, to Accra, just a nine-day one that nothing happened. But I think that this is the first time in the life of the MPP presenting very weak candidates. So definitely it's not a, a blessing, it's a curse. That's a political marketing analyst, Professor Kobi Mensah there. Let's go live now to the Alisa Hotel. We're told that the NPP National Council of Elders are meeting ahead of Congress. My colleague Samuel Imbura is there for us. Imbura, let's start with the unity calls by the chairman of the Council of Elders, Hakman Uswajiman. Well, so all four aspirants are before the committee, which the president himself is in attendance. And all four aspirants are also there. Hakman also 
co-chairman of the Council of Elders, says that all of them should put the interests of the party ahead before they are going into the November Congress. Well, we'll get to hear from Hakman Oswajiman shortly, but I'm interested uh, in what um, the aspirants themselves or the candidates themselves have been saying and what the talk really is largely at the Alisa Hotel. Yes, this message is something that is new. It's more or less a convention when the NDP is going to election. When they were going for the super delegate conference, they had a briefing with them before uh, they went to the election. So this is just they are following the normal convention to meet them here they agree with us ahead of it, so that what happened in the super delegate conference, the um, headquarters uh, cases of um, attacks and grievances express. So they are looking at how they can iron out these issues, and then when they get into the main election, they will have issues uh, coming. So it gives an opportunity, the aspirants are made to stable their concerns, and if possible, they can resolve them within possible. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. But the moment have been told the uh, just um, pouring their out their concerns about the context of the electoral prostitution. Thank you very much. That's my colleague Samuel Mbura. We can now hear from the chairman of the Council of Elders of the NPP, Hakman Oswajiman. I am very much aware that forgiving and forgetting the most unpalatable abuses and losing an election is not always easy. There may be further ridicule and challenges along the way. This is the nature of all elections. But we should not allow the severe strain to break us. This is the only way our party can stay relevant in this changing political landscape. We should remember that Saturday, 4 November 2023, will come and go and remain only as a memory. But the MPP, if we do not allow our action to destroy it, would exist for some long, long time to come. It should not be said that it was during our time that a very fine organization like our party, for which our forebears gave of themselves, died. We pray that our aspirants will be bold to do everything to cover the dividing lines that have emerged within the party, especially one lucky enough to win on Saturday, we would not want a situation where losing candidates would claim that the process was not of his liking and go to war against the party, either by mounting an independent bid or telling supporters not to vote for MPP. We are very much aware that the process so far has been very transparent. That's the chairman of the Council of Elders of the NPP, Hakman Owuswajiman, there. In the Ashanti region, the Security Council has warned against the deployment of heavily built men and any other private security services to polling stations uh, for Saturday's presidential primaries of the NPP. While in the USA, um, the NPP USA, there's a development. Elton Rube joins me in studio. What do we know? 
So, MFA, this is a, a memo from the branch director of research and elections to all MPP USA members. Results of internal voting to determine allocation of MPP USA presidential delegates votes. And this was conducted yesterday, November 1, 2023. <laughs> MPP USA, as a tradition established in our bylaws, conducted and has since concluded the exercise of our internal pool for the MPP presidential primary election 2023. We communicated the results of our internal democratic exercise that took place to ascertain which amongst our esteemed presidential hopefuls would carry the banner of the MPP USA. Through a process uh, emblemic of our unwavering commitment to the democratic principles of the party, our members in good standing have exercised their right to vote, culminating in a decisive outcome. And then, so these are the outcome of the results of the MPP USA branch. They've already uh, voted. Dr. Obama had 208 votes, representing 77.4% of the votes. Kennedy Ohina Jekum pulled 60 votes, representing 22.2%. Honorable Owusu Efiya Koto had one vote, and Honorable Francis Ayanimo had one vote also. So after, after the MPP USA election results, Dr. Bogomir came on top with 208 votes against Kenya Japan 60 votes. Thank you very much, Elton Robe. Meanwhile, Alan Kujuche Mantegna's movement for change is currently holding a forum in Kumasi. I accept. At long last, the journey to victory 2024 has begun. Yeah. On the 25th of September, I made an announcement to the nation and I declared the establishment of a new movement for change in our country. This movement seeks to change and transform Ghana into a prosperous, united, and peaceful country. From north to south, east and west, the majority of Ghanaians are looking for change. That's Alan Kujuche Manting in the Ashanti region taking us out of the election headquarters into a quick break here on the Midday News. I must remind you that the election headquarters is always brought to you by Petrol Soul, your clean fall in full quantity. Petrol Soul, always a delightful experience. And of course, they are also sponsors of the Midday News here on Joy 99.7 FM, also brought to you by Dura Plus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDP pipes and water tank. We are the only water storage tank with a level indicator where Duraplus goes, water flows. Return from the break with sports and then the critical juncture for Ghana as the finance minister holds talks with independent power producers and the Paris Club essential steps prior to the IMF board meeting to consider the second tranche of bailout funds. Between now and year end are critical. We do have budget November 15th, the IMF board meeting November 22nd. We are negotiating with the IPPs to get stability in our energy sector. When budgets are tight and money difficult to come by, you want to be sure you get the best value for your money. These are not times to be spending money fixing expensive engine problems because of cheap fuel and lubricants. Drive to a petrol source station today and buy your quality fuel and lubricants and rest assured of fuel that lasts long and lubricants that prevent expensive engine problems. Hear the sound. <laughs> petrol source, clean fuel in full quantity.
Prepare for an exhilarating experience at the main fair of the 2023 Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair. Join us at the Accra International Conference Center from Thursday, November 23rd to Sunday, November 26th, 2023. Doors will be open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. each day to welcome you. This year, we are diving into the theme of home ownership, exploring the nuances between affordability, comfort, and luxury. Whether you're embarking on your home ownership journey or looking for upgrades, this fair is your destination for all things housing. Encounter a comprehensive assembly of stakeholders from Ghana's housing and construction sectors. Engage the experts across the spectrum of home creation and enhancement. The Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair is in partnership with Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank, and powered by the Plant City Extension Project from Cities and Habitats. Rent to Own and sponsored by Elegant Homes and General Constructions Limited, where quality meets value. Global Lighting, your solution to quality lighting. Syntex Tank, Air Strong, Air Tough. Springfield Estates, where dreams are built. Virtual Security, complete security solution. DBS, your roof experts. Virtual Infosec Africa, security solutions by design. St. Gobain, making the world a better plan. Clifton Homes, beautiful homes, wise investments. The Kissington Heights, Airport City, Kumasi, by HDG Homes Limited. Thanks so much for choosing us. This is the Midday News on Joy 99.7 FM. Let's do sports. Mubarak. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm a rather concerning uh, story because uh, last night, Lagos cities were attacked by armed robbers as they were returning to Accra after a league match against Samatex in the western region. The incident occurred around 11 p.m. on the Bibiani Kumase Highway. The robbers smashed the team bus to force entry and stole money mobile phones and laptops belonging to the players and officials. Now, the club's communications director, Kwame Juma, recounts the traumatic experience. Somewhere around uh, a town called Tuasu, uh, we got in there and uh, it appeared that there was a, a bit of a, a police barrier of a sort. Because normally when you're traveling at night or at dawn, you normally come across these barriers all over some of these places. So we thought it was a situation like that. We realized that a number of cars had been stopped, so we assumed that it was it was something similar to that kind of, you know, thing. Only to realize that these guys were bandits. A few more guys uh, emerged from the bushes uh, by the roadside, got all the players to come out of the bus, um, got us down, uh, you know, pointed guns at the players and officials of the team. Uh, they went into the bus, took what they want. I've given you a list of some of the things that they have uh, taken from the team. Got in there, took what they wanted. Um, after that, they just go back to the bushes and disappeared again. It was it was a harrowing sight, but uh, thank God everyone is safe. We're back to Accra now, and uh, uh, we'll, we'll make the necessary report to uh, the right authorities, and then we'll take it from there. That's the communications director of Legon City, Squami Juma. Back to you, MFA. Thank you very much, uh, Mubarak. Now, Finance Minister Ken Oferiata is leading talks with two bodies uh, to enable uh, the International Monetary Fund Board to take a decision on Ghana's second tranche bailout release. I'll tell you more about that, but there's a development. We've been talking about the Kolebu Dialysis Renal Unit, which has been shut for five months, 12 days today. There's the latest development, and thankfully, uh, the PR of the Ministry of Health joins us on the line uh, with some news on this. Isaac Oferiata. Uh, thank you so much for your time. What's really the news? Has it been opened? Yes, good afternoon to Richard. The Honorable Minister have directed the Chief Executive of Polibu 
to uh, make that post open and issue statements to the public for Ghanaians to know that the place is open, the amount of money that we are supposed to pay, the old service as we move on to see whether there will be an increment or not. We've not spoken about that, but we are hoping that they will comply with Honorable Minister directive. Well, so we know that there were concerns that Kolebu raised, at least. We're waiting for that statement to find out the details of the opening. But let me find out first. Is it taking immediate effect, the opening yes. of the Renal Dialysis yes. Unit? Yes, from the directive of the Honorable Minister, supposed to take immediate effect. And the, uh, the, the chief executive will know who has to assure that he will work for us, that we hope that he will take uh, consideration, consider the directive of the Honorable Minister and take the opening of the but listen to the CEO, he's more than willing to open, but the debt, outstanding debt, the 4 million cities debt, is the main concern, plus the cost of consumables subsequently. Has that all been sorted, you'd say? Yes, as part of their discussion, of which I, I know, the Honorable Minister has addressed a number of issues regarding the outstanding, and then the differences that will come up. And so they've spoken about it, and it's had a stakeholders discussion. A lot has been done. And we are sure that 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 will be taken care of. Isaac Ofeba, we'll leave it here for now. Thank you so much. That's the PRO of the Ministry of Health. And the news we are just getting is that after five months, 12 days of its closure, the Kolebu OPD, that's the renal dialysis unit, has just been opened. And my colleague, Max Olabuba, of course, is on his way there uh, to check what the situation is. Um, that's um, at the PRO of the Ministry of Health. Now, we can now hear uh, from the Finance Minister, Ken Oforeta. We know that, um, that there's talks uh, with the IPPs and other players in the Nenegi sector, including the West Africa gas pipeline, WAPCO, who are owed $1 billion with threats of potential power cut, if not immediately addressed. We've executed a necessary but painful domestic deck exchange to support the execution of the IMF-backed PCPEC program. We received a clean bill of health from the first review of the IMF program on October 6. We concluded the review expectation is that the fund will go for a board meeting maybe the third week of November and hopefully with the OCC or the Paris Club bringing a memorandum of understanding uh, we should be able to clear um, for the second um, disbursement. Well, we'll stay a while longer on the finance ministry because we've been hearing from Ghana's High Commissioner to the United Kingdom, Papa Uswankoma. He says the ministry has taken steps to pay off a $140 million debt awarded, a judgment debt awarded to Trafigura Ghana following the cancellation of an energy deal in 2017. I guess it's an unfortunate incident, but of course, it also doesn't good, give a good impression of our country. However, I believe that it was exaggerated, all right? Yeah. But the impression was given that, oh, even this building was under threat, it was going to be auctioned, etc., etc. But that's not to say that uh, whatever has happened is something positive. It's definitely negative. That's Ghana's High Commissioner to the United Kingdom, Papa Ousuankuma. The full interview will be aired on PM Express Business Edition with George Riafe at 9 p.m. on the Joy News Channel. Now, the resilience of Lake Butsumche, the largest natural lake in West Africa, is at risk of drying up due to climate change and other human activities. Well, this is the findings by scientists from the university. Don't you 
love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 